So here we are today, uh, our third Sunday in 2023, and our kind of our theme jumping into this year is first things first. Say those three words with me real loud. First things first. That's right. We're doing first things first, and last week was all about repentance, and, and we're going to be the best repenters on the planet. How many of you just love that? Yeah. Come on, but now we're taking four values and we're saying, what would our year look like if we put this first in our lives? I'm going to repent first. I want to get right with God first. And today is about prayer. What would it look like or what could it look like if we say, you know what? I'm going to pray first. Now, when I say pray first, that doesn't mean pray loud or long. First of all, I want to let you know, you don't need a prayer voice. Many people have a prayer voice. They'll be talking and say, hey, how you doing? Oh, good, good. And then they say pray and they say, I just pray for the Lord thy God. You don't need one of those, okay? You don't need a prayer voice. I want to let you know, God's been around a long time, but he is not hard of hearing, okay? I'm just going to let you know that. He's not. He can hear just fine. You can talk to him. Just like we're talking right now, you can talk. And you can, you can talk, but, but what would it look like if we, if we prayed first? So here's a verse for you, Matthew 6, 33. Matthew 6, 33. Red letters, Jesus' words, but seek, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all the other stuff will be added to you. And Jesus is dealing with his disciples here. He's saying, you used to live this way, but now we're going to live this way. You used to worry. You used to have fear. You used to have uncertainty, but my followers, listen, seek ye first. And that means uncover. That means investigate. That means to, to, to get to the bottom of the matter. And when are we going to do that? When are we going to do that? First. That's right. We're going to do it at the beginning. We're going to seek the kingdom of God, which is a fancy way of saying the king's domain. That means Jesus is the king in his domain, in our hearts, and in our lives, we're going to seek that first. So what would it look like if in every situation we face in 2023, we say, you know what, let's find out what God thinks first. Let's not make a decision until we talk to God. Let's talk to God about this. Let's go to him in this. See, that's what this is about. That's what this seek ye first is really, really all about here. We're going to replace all that other stuff. So two times when we need to pray, and now we're starting a week of fasting. So there's two times that we need to pray and fast. Here they are, right here. This is going to be good here. When you know what God is asking you to do, and when you don't know what God's asking you to do. How many of you fall into one of those? <laughs> Some of you are stuck in the middle. <laughs> we do not believe in purgatory, but you're in here. Come on, somebody. Like you. Listen, listen, you're in one of those. You see, I know what God's asking me to do. Pray first. Because it's big. And then, and then, I don't know what to do. Pray first. So there's two times we need to do this. There's two times. And Jesus said, he didn't say if you get around to it. He said when you do it. He said when you do this, when you pray, when you fast. So he expected his followers to do this. Jesus is like that. Do you know he has expectations of us? I know we have lists of expectations of him. Don't we? Come on. But he expects us to do stuff. And so he said, when you do this, when you pray, when you fast, this is how I want you to do it. So we're going to seek ye first 
the kingdom of God here. And so I'm just going to just cover just a little bit of prayer and fasting here. We have a list of things you can pray for every day this week. Every day this week, prayer and fasting. And there's a little code on there that we have. And um, right there. Now, if you do not know what this is for, find somebody around you that's younger than you and hand your phone to them. And they will take care of this for you, okay? But this is designed. It's going to give you a list. You can carry it with you all week. And you're going to know what to pray for every day. You're going to know. So this is going to give you a list of that. You're going to look at our website, which is listed right here. Our website here, slash pray. And there's a, there's, a, there's a teaching on there about prayer and fasting that I did for you. It gives all the resources for you. So I want you to go there. And this week, I want you to give up some food and I want you to pray. I'm serious. This is what we're going to do. I knew this week I couldn't do it. So my, Natalie and I, we did last week. We did we got last week. We, 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 we fasted all week. We prayed all week and just really went to war. Every day we were praying together. Every day we were joining forces. We were like, that's what we did every day. Now, we're still doing it this week, but with so many things going on in my life, I knew I just couldn't focus the way I needed to. So I jumped in last week. And so I'm not bragging, but I got a head start. Okay, I figured when all you are fasting and praying, you're going to have a lot of needs. I want to get to them before yours. I'm just saying. I wanted to be first. So four things that what is fasting right here? Right here, it's abstaining from food for spiritual purposes. And it's a declaration of dependence upon God. How many of y'all need to make a declaration of dependence? Yeah. And then it's increasing your devotion and decreasing distraction because after all, fasting without prayer is called a diet. Okay, we're not asking you to go on a diet. We're asking you to fast. We're asking you to pray. Okay, so that's what we're doing. There's, here's some other things, the results of fasting. Take a picture of these. They're all for you. Give me that next one. Um, seeking uh, power over the enemy, wisdom for future direction. I'm not teaching these to you, but I just wanted to give you something. You can take a picture. You can have these. Look up all the verses this week. Get the Word of God into your heart because you're going to give up social media. You're not going to Netflix this week in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Do I see a hand? Let me see a hand. Do I see a witness? Come on, somebody. Yeah, come on. There it is. So, so that's what we're doing. So I'm asking you to give up. So if you don't know what to do, start with one meal. Now, everybody comes to me and says, well, pastor, I'm going to fast breakfast. I say, do you ever eat breakfast? No. Well, that's not fasting then, okay? That's not fasting. You are not fasting. You are just doing what you always do, okay? Okay, literally, like, you know, just go a full day if you, you start there. And then before you know it, you'll be up to seven days, and you'll be doing great, and you'll be doing awesome. So how many of y'all can participate this week? Come on. Do something this week. That's what I'm asking for. So that's your fast portion. Now let's jump into the, to the pray first portion here. And we're going to keep going here. If you have your Bibles, go to Ephesians 3. That's going to be our text today. And um, again, what would it look like? What does it look like if we were to pray first? Here's the big idea. I'm going to give you a big idea. Here's the big idea. Every child of God. How many, how many childs of God do we have in here? I think they're called children, but I said childs. Come on. Every child of God has the privilege to pray for these three things. These three things right here. Grow in the strength of God, grounded in God's love, and the greatness of power to be demonstrated. I'm going to show you how to pray this prayer. Okay, this is what we're going to pray right here. Every child of God has the privilege to pray these three things. And I'm going to show you that in just a couple minutes. Listen, um, I'm going to tell you... I, I just realized more and more over the last month, um, I'm not real good at praying first. And I'm preaching to myself. I've been, about three weeks ago, I said, I'm going to put this into practice. 
I'm going to put this into practice. And whenever I have an opportunity, I'm going to pray out loud. I'm going to pray first for somebody. And um, I'm really good at figuring it out and telling God how smart I am. Anybody with me? I am really good at like, I can figure this out. And then God is going to be so impressed, he's going to bless it. I'm going to be honest. I do that sometimes. I'll be faced with a situation and say, I'm going to, it's, it's like, have you ever put something together and there's extra parts when, it's, when you're over? And then you think, I'm going to read the direction. Come on. I can do that. But that's what we do sometimes. But I want to get out of that and I want to get into pray first. I'm going to ask God first about what I should do, how I should do it, when I should do it. See, that's what I'm doing. See, I'm, see, I'm just telling you right now, I want Bridge City Church, I want our culture to change to pray first. I'm serious. I'm speaking to your hearts right now. I believe we need a little bit more prayer and a little bit more spiritual things going on. Because after all, if good preaching would have done it, We would have been there a long time ago. Come on, somebody. And if a great worship team and great children's ministry, student ministry, I'm going to hit something. Pretty soon you're going to, you're going to clap over something, okay? It's like, come on. We got all that organization, but we need, we need some more of the Spirit of God here. We got to go to a, I want to know what God thinks first. Let's go to him. Let's seek him first. Let's go and really ask him. Let's talk to him. Let's be with him first here. And that's what I want to do. But I want to tell you something before I jump into the text. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned a little bit that even in Christian circles, a lot of what we call prayer is really thinking. Come on, we all do it. Somebody walks up, walks by, you say, hey, my aunt's having this problem, or I'm facing this situation at work, or I'm out of work, or the, my, you know, somebody's sick. Hey, would you pray for them? And we say, yes, because we're good people. But what we do then, very rarely do we actually pray out loud. Do you know in the Bible where it talks about prayer, it actually means like pray. It means like out loud, like with words, audible. I'm not being smart. I'm trying to get you to understand something. We think too much. Like, you could say to somebody, my thoughts are with you. Which is good. I'm, I'm glad I'm on your mind, but I'd rather you talk to God about it. No, I'm serious. See, so we got to get it out of here and in here. And I'm not going to get focused on the right words, I'm going to get focused on the right heart, because if I have the right heart, the right words will come out. Amen. I'm not going to get focused on the words. I'm just going to do it, no matter how funny I sound, or no matter how weird I sound. This is what I want to do here, and I want to increase our culture here and get me in line with God. What does God want me to do first? You all ready? Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians 3. In, in, in verses 1 through 13, the Apostle Paul is writing a letter, and it is filled with what the church is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a mystery of the uncovering of the power of God and, and all the greatness that God has. I'm, listen, I want to see that. Because of the greatness of God's plan for his church, the Apostle Paul says, when I think of all this, 
When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father. We come to him as a father. I be, I, I, this is just my opinion. I, I can't say this for certain. I believe that all out of all the titles of God, I personally believe that daddy, father, is one of his favorites. That's just what I feel. I'm not trying to teach you a doctrine. I'm just saying because I'm a dad. And when my kids call me dad, there's not, there's nothing beats that in the whole world. You know why? Because like any, any kid could come up here right now and say, hey, that's Rick, I'm hungry. I want some chips or I want, I want a sandwich. I'm going to say, I guess if I feel a little benevolent, I might give him one. Give him a sandwich or chips. Or say, go ask your mother. <laughs> but when my kids ask me that, it's a whole different story. I either say yes, no, or not yet. See, there's a relationship. We have a connection. And we come to him as daddy, as father. Okay, and so I fall to my knees, the creator of everything in heaven and earth, and I pray, catch this, catch this, you've got to get this. Oh, this is good. Come on, we, oh my goodness. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources. Oh, if you miss that, I pray from his unlimited great resources. You see, we miss, we tend to say, I'm going to ask him for his great unlimited resources. No, I'm praying from his great unlimited resources. So when I ask God what he thinks, I'm asking from the point of a son or a daughter that I'm asking him, that now I'm saying from the greatness of God, I begin to ask him that he will empower with inner strength through his spirit and that Christ would make his home in your hearts here. And we need a father. When we have a father that goes before us and protects us, I'm telling you, it gives us courage and confidence and clarity. Years ago, uh, a couple um, of our daughters, they wanted to go to the polar bear plunge. Now, for those of you that don't know what this is, it's on New Year's morning in Pittsburgh. You all go to the Mon Wharf downtown, and you, on purpose, jump into the Mon River. And so my girls wanted to go. I said, I'm doing it too. I'm going to go first. And so we got there, and it's cold. I mean, it's cold, cold. And I just have a bathing suit on, freezing in the water. I'm watching people jump in, and I look at their eyeballs, like, popping out of their head when they come in. I'm like, oh, man, whose idea was this? Uh, but I saw them, and they were, like, a little bit hesitant. And so I saw that, and so I just walked up to the edge, and I said, one, two, three, and I just jumped. And I got into that water, and I had one thought. <laughs> I'm getting out of this water. That's the thought I have. So I'm getting out of this water. I had one thought. I said, I'm getting out in Jesus' name. And like somehow, I clawed my way out. But that gave my, my, my two daughters, and they went, and they jumped in. And then my daughter had a friend with her, and they, she came with us. And she was like, oh, I don't know. And she kind of pulled back. And I'm trying to talk her into it. I'm saying, come on, you can do it. I'll go again. Man, crazy, man. I, like, like, I said, I'll do it again. And so she goes, oh, I don't know. And so she had fear. And so, and so she, finally she goes, I'm not doing it. And I said, okay, I don't want to push you. I don't want to pray. What I, knew, what I noticed was this, that when the kid's father showed them it could be done, they did it. But with the, the absence of a father and being a child, we're left on our own to figure it out. And we're going to have courage and confidence and faith 
when we have a Father in heaven that protects us and loves us. And you can take, see, if you go to the edge of what God wants you to do and you think about it long enough, common sense will tell you, get dressed and get out of here. No, I'm telling you. See, many people get to the edge of faith in their life. I'm going to start giving or I'm going to start serving. I'm going to, I'm going to pray for somebody. I'm going to go to a group. I'm going to do that. And they get, their, their common sense kicks in and they pull back and they never jump in and experience and tell other people, I survived a polar bear plunge. I survived. I went to a, a small group and I survived. I bet you you will too. Are you with me? Okay, so, so when we pray first, we're going to pray for inner strength. That's what we're going to pray. So how do we pray? Let me tell you, prayer is usually directed to the, through the, by the empowering and direction of the, I want to help you here. See, many people say, well, who do I pray to? We're praying to the Father through what Jesus has done by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you say in Jesus' name, you're, it's not like saying pretty please. When you say Jesus' name, what you're stating is, what I am asking is consistent with the character, nature, and purpose of Jesus. So when I'm asking in Jesus' name, what I'm saying is what I'm asking for is lining up with the purpose, character, and nature of Jesus. So I'm asking from a place of victory, not just asking for a place of victory. Are you with me? And this is the passion here. So the results of being strengthened in the inner man. This is the results of praying first. We, God empowers us with a domination, dominating spirit. Do you know God wants you to give you a spirit of victory in your life? 2023 can be a great time of spiritual transformation. It can be. He doesn't just want you to get by. God wants you to like, like have a dominating inner man, inner woman spirit that conquers. Uh, last week, college championship. There was this team I heard of. It's called the Georgia Bulldogs. And, um, and, and they played TCU. And they won 65 to 7. Now, even if you don't know anything about football, how many of y'all know 65 to 7? I mean... That's a beatdown. Come on, somebody. I mean, really, am I right? See, that's the kind of spirit God wants to give us. But we're so used to defeat, and we're so used to, well, I'm not sure. We're pulling back. But what God wants to give us is a dominating spirit and power, a miraculous power. But also, He wants to be at home in our hearts. God wants to be at home. That means He wants to permanently dwell. Permanently dwell. Have you ever been to a historical landmark? They say, George Washington slept here. And you all walk in and you look, wow, George Washington slept. <laughs> right? Or you go, Abraham Lincoln stood here and gave the Gettysburg address. Oh, he stood there. Am I right? They visited there. If we're not careful, Bridge City Church, there's going to be a sign up that says that's where God used to be, but he's not right now. And if we don't turn up our pray first, what we're going to do is on every home that no longer prays first, we're going to have to put a sign. Jesus used to be here. He dwelt here at one time. Matter of fact, he used to be, as for me and my house, he used to be, we will serve the Lord. Now, I can't find him. He can't find Are you with me? 
See, I don't want Bridge City Church to be a place Jesus used to visit. I want him to come and be here and dwell. I want to put a sign up. If you want to see Jesus, look at every one of our hearts. Look at your heart. Look inside the hearts of these people. They're the most generous, in love with Jesus, passionate, being spiritually transformed. It's affecting every area of their life. Come on, isn't that the sign we want to put up? But that happens when we pray first. We go to God first. Not try to figure it out, out on our own. See, that's what I'm talking about here. And, and, and my mom, um, this, is, this is a principle she used to have with myself and with my siblings. She all, or my siblings and my kids, excuse me, all of us. And, and, and she would always say, I'll take whatever time you'll give me. If you give me 15 minutes, I'll take 15 minutes. If you give me 30 minutes, I'll take 30. If you can stay an hour, great. And to her credit, to her honor, she never complained. If we were there 15 minutes, say, Mom, I gotta go. Thank you for being here. She would always thank me. Do you know what I learned? Many of us treat God's the same way. If you give him two minutes, he'll take two minutes and be very grateful. If you give him five or 15, he'll say thank you. You give him 30, he'll take it. You give them an hour, it'll take it. But we're getting, as much, we're getting as much from God in the inner strength as we'll spend time with Him. God wants to be with us. And God wants to strengthen us and empower us. This is the results right here. Are you with me? Okay, let's go to the next one. Every child of God has the privilege not only to pray for inner strength, but we pray, pray to be grounded in God's love. Say those purple words. To be Come on, real loud, like you're happy about it. Two. There we go. Come on. Yeah, here we go. Your roots will grow down. Oh, come on, your roots, they're going to grow down. And what this means, this is like a tree that the roots go down and wrap around the rocks so that when wind comes, the tree may bend, but it doesn't break. Oh, this is the prayer we should be praying. I'm going to pray that your roots go down around the rock, Jesus Christ, and they're so secure and so tight. And so people look at you, and you'll be going like this, and they'll, they'll, they'll say, well, what's going on with you? say, I'm bending, but I'm not broken. Come on. I'm rooted. And then it means grounded. Grounded literally means a building that the ground has settled, and the building has settled, so there's no cracks in it there's no the, the, the foundations you know what we need to do we need to get settled i'm grounded where god wants me to be and then it's grounded in god's love i am settled and i don't need to do cracks no more come on i'm secure The ground has settled. My foundation is sure. Are you tracking? And so here we go. Your roots will go down. Oh, back. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, grow down into God's love and keep you strong. There it is. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep God's love is. I love this. It was said yesterday at our power conference. It was said, if you say you understand God's love, you're proven you really don't because the Bible says it's so much beyond what you can understand. So people say, I, I got God's love. You just stop, t- stop telling me about it. That's like having too much chicken parmesan. Come on, somebody. 
Oh, you're fasting today. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I'm telling you, like, like come on. Like, like, understand means to seize. I want to seize. I want to take the initiative. I'm going to grab hold of being rooted and grounded in God's love. And so whether it's growth track that I need to attend or a small group I need to attend, I want my roots to go down. I want them to wrap around the rock. I'm going to say, bring on the wind. Bring in the settling. I know where I am. Let me give you this. To understand, to seize and take hold of, what we're saying to you is this. You need to have the same tenacity of a 12-year-old girl that wants a new cell phone. They don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen, somebody. Come on. They're going to ask mom, and they're going to ask dad, and then they're going to go to every aunt and uncle. And then they're going to go to grandma and grandpa. They're going to keep going until they get them to get a hold of that cell phone. Am I right? I mean, that's what kind of tenacity we need to have with God's love. I'm going to get a hold of God's love. My roots are going to go down. I'm going to get this thing. Are you with me? And then if they, if they, they say, I'll say no, they're the first ones to respond to the call for prayer. Say, just pray. I need a new cell phone. Come on. I'm believing big. Let's go on to verse 19 here. May you experience the love of God. Though it's not too great to, fully, to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. This is beyond intellectual comprehension. It's an experience here that we have here. So the results of praying first, what are we going to get? The fullness of God. The full measure. We get to be complete. God has so much more for us than we could ever imagine or think. Oh, I want to tell you, God has so much more of Himself to give us. But I'm going to pray first. I'm going to pray first. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I want the fullness of God, the full cargo, the full ship crew. I want to, I want to understand the fullness of Christ. We know and experience God on an experiential level. That's grounded in God's love. Number three, this is when it gets good. Oh, man, this is good. Nudge your neighbor. Say, you got to get this. This is going to be good. Just tell him by faith. Say, you got to get this. This is going to be really good. See, this is where I want to live, and this is where I want us to live. Not just to be grounded in God's love. Listen, I want the greatness of God to be demonstrated. For the greatness of God's power. Let's say that. For the greatness of God's power. Real loud now. Come on. For the there now all glory who is all glory to God who is he's able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever amen yeah you're getting it now yeah, when you say amen, that's not like, that's like, please stop talking. What that means is so be it. I mean, yes, I'm in agreement. My spirit is in agreement with your spirit. And we can together say amen because it's consistent with the nature and character and purposes of God. And I'm not praying for a victory. I'm praying from a place of victory because I'm a child of God. Is this, is this, are you getting this today? See, now we get to the place where we get to demonstrate the greatness of God 
in who he is. And, and so New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, we're having a worship time. And um, I, had, I had about a 10-minute little kind of devotional I was going to share that night. And so I'm getting ready to pray. I'm praying like, God, help me. They're worshiping. And I'm just, you know, thinking about the word. And I felt this impression from God. And I'm just saying it like that. I just feel like some people say, I, I heard God. And I know for some of you, that may seem like really way out there. And, and I'm not trying to say like that, but I just kind of had an impression that I felt was God. It was challenging my faith. And what it was, I felt like what God wanted me to say was stand up and say, whatever you're believing God for, double it. And I'll be honest, I sat down and I told God, I'm not saying that. I did. I said, I'm not saying that. I have, I have my notes. God, you should have got to me earlier. I'm being honest. I'm having this talk with God, just like, just like I'm talking to you right now. And God says, I get up. And I'm literally sitting there, well, God, if you want it said, you say it. And like God's saying, I am. You're going to say it. I'm sure this is the conversation because I'm having fear. What if, listen, this is my life. I'm sharing with you. I have fear sometimes. What if God doesn't do what I want him to do? And I'm asking for, this is my struggle. And, and by the faith in God, I stood up with fear and trembling and just said, whatever you're believing God for, I believe this is a time and a season where we need to double it. So you know what I've been doing every day, every day since then, I've been doubling my prayer. If I'm praying for one person to meet Jesus, I start praying for two. And, and, and I'm not just praying for, for a couple more groups to start. I'm praying that God's going to double the groups. We have five worship experiences on a Sunday. I'm praying for 10. This is how I'm praying. I'm just saying, God, I'm going to take you at your word. I'm praying from a place of unlimited resources. And I'm going to be strengthened in the inner man. I'm going to be grounded in God's love. And I'm going to ask for the greatness of God to be demonstrated. This is when it gets good. But we don't just barge in and demand. We say, God, this is what I'm asking for. And God, like a father, will either say yes, no, or not yet. That's what dads do. But when I'm asking from a place of I'm a child of God, and that's where I'm going to stand. That's what I'm going to do. The greatness of God wants to be demonstrated in our lives. That's what we need. That's what we need to live here. So here it is. Here it is. What if this week, and, and what if, what if going into 2023, every time somebody said, "Hey, pray for this," we just stopped and prayed. Just one of those 30, 60 second prayers. How would marriages be different that when you come to a conflict, and I've read about this in books, that there's conflict in marriage. That when you come to a conflict, you just stay, let, can we pray? Can we pray? No, I'm serious. Can we just stop and how about before we go to a, buy a car, we say, can we pray first? How about when the kids are leaving for school, say, come on, stop for a second. We're going to pray first. How about this week and maybe 2023, we stop just saying, hey, praying for you. Why don't we text out a prayer? 
because, you know, maybe somebody can't hear you right now, but text out the whole prayer. Father God, I ask you in Jesus' name, like, and, and say what you're praying and what verses. No, really, this, this is praying. This is, this is, I want to pray first. How about before you go to the doctor and you get those reports back, you, you go pray first. I'm telling you, we got to pray first, church. That's what this is about. It's hearing God. And, and let me just stop for a second and speak to the men out there. And, um, and listen, my wife was here the, the, our first worship time and she had, she had to leave. There's so many family things going on. And, and, um, and I'm just going to tell you, I, there's times when I'm praying with my wife, I just feel so inadequate. I don't feel like I have the right words. She knows all my, all my faults. She knows, she knows who I really am. I struggle as a man, praying with my own wife at times. Now, once I get over me, and I just simply pray, never once has she, she looked at me and said, wow, that was interesting. <laughs> never once. You know what she, she says? She says, thank you. But sometimes I don't sound right. I don't sound, sometimes I lack faith and I'm like, Baby, we just need to pray first. So I'm speaking to the men right now. From a man who sometimes struggles, we can, we can, we can be men who pray first. Ladies, that was your chance to cheer on. That was your shot. You're really there. I mean that. No, I'm serious because that's what it's going to take. Why don't we pray first? And even if you have unbelief, God, help my unbelief. I'm going to double it. Are you with me? Stand to your feet with me right now. And um, this is how it is. Matthew 17, 20. We don't need a lot of faith. We need a little bit of faith. So back off, devil. I have a mustard seed, and I'm not afraid to use it. How many are with me? Come on, how many are with me on that? I don't got a lot of faith, but what I do have, I'm going to use. So God, help me. Pray first. Heavenly Father, I'm standing in front of a great group of people right now that just want to know your word, your way, your life, who you are. God, help us, Lord. Pray first. In Jesus' name. Hey, if you're here today, listen, in the spirit of prayer, and you wonder, I, I talked a lot about being a child of God. In, in John chapter 1, it says, if you believe and accept... Jesus Christ, you can become a child of God. Most people believe in God, but they've never accepted what Jesus Christ has done on the cross for them, dying for their sin and the separation from God. So today in this moment, if you don't have a day, a moment, or time, when you became a child of God, and you said, Jesus, forgive me, and now be in charge of my life, you be, I want to be living in your kingdom now, your domain, I want to offer you today. That's why Jesus put Bridge City Church on this planet to tell you that message. And so right now in this moment, if that's you and you're, you're, you don't have a day, a moment, or time, but you'd like Jesus Christ, you'd like to become a child of God, not a servant, but a child of God. Right now in this moment, right now, right here, right now, just right now, we're doing business with God, Father God. Right now, I just want you to, if that's you, just slip up your hand right now. Just, just, oh, here I am, Pastor. I just want today to be my day. 
Anybody here today, you're saying, I want to be a child of God. I'm tired of doing it on my own. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else want to jump in on this deal? It's a really super cool deal. Come on, somebody. Anybody else? Thank you very much. Very, very good. Hallelujah. Thank you. Come on. Anybody else? Come on. Anybody else? I just want to be a child of God today. So God, I thank you for every hand that went up. And just put them up again. Don't nobody look around. You look to Jesus right now. Let God take a look at him. Raise your hand. Say, here I am. Say, God, I pray for every hand that's up, Lord. I ask you, God, that today would be a day of new beginnings for them. That your love and your strength and your mercy would be theirs. In the name of, amen. Let's give God a great big hand, somebody. Come on. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. Thank you for responding. Somebody's going to come and they're going to pray with you. Hey, we have prayer teams this morning. It's going to even get better than what you've got right now. It's about to get better. Can you believe it? Where's my prayer teams? Come on, get up here. Prayer teams, you know who you are. Prayer teams, move into place. we got people that are ready to pray for you. They're going to pray first for you. So when you walk up, they're going to ask you one question. What do you believe in God for? Don't tell them a story. They're not going to counsel you. They're not going to do anything. And if you want to come as a couple, you want to come together, that's fine. We're going to come up. Oh, my goodness. Look at all these teams here and teams here. And I'm going to jump into one of these teams somewhere. Oh, I'll, yeah, over here. I'll be there in a second. So what we're going to do is we're going to line up right here in the center. Come on. Begin to line up. These distinguished gentlemen in the dark shirts and khaki pants, they're going to bring order to the house. And they're going to direct you to where you should go. So start moving. Get it. Oh, you don't want to miss this. They're going to pray for you. Oh, no, I mean, get in the house. This is going to be good. No, I'm serious. Like, start moving. Like, really, get in the house. Start lining up. This is going to be good. And they're going to pray for you. They're just going to pray for you. And we're going to worship Jesus and pray. We made some room for that. Y'all got some room to worship Jesus? So if you're out there and not getting prayer, this is just what you're believing God for. And they're going to pray for you. That's all. And so if you're out there, you're going to worship with the team, this awesome team. They prepared songs just for you, just now. So we're not going to yak. We're not going to talk. We're not going to be cutting up. This isn't the time to chat. This is the time to worship Jesus. Can we do that in the house? So come on, let's start praying right now. Let's just start praying. God, just go ahead. Just start releasing them. Come on. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. You guys lead us. We're going to worship Jesus and pray today. Amen. Thank you so much. Church, let's pray. Let's worship Jesus.